Welcome into the Realist Show on the radio, your daily dose of reality radio, the free-range human show of choice. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio for what can only be called a St. Valentine's Day Massacre this morning on the radio here on 103.9 WYAB. I kid. There'll be no massacre. Well, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out this morning. Hey, look, going to be a bit of an open forum today. You got your boy for three hours in the studio by myself. I've Katie barred the door, and we're going to have some fun this morning. Or not. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Depends on what side of the argument you're on, I guess. All right, it's Valentine's. Do something kind of special here. I have uh, thought about doing this last year, and frankly, I forgot. This year, I did not. If you want to call in and shout out your uh, significant other, you're welcome to do that. The phone line, 601-879-0002. If you want to uh, commiserate over an X, you can do that too. If you want to tell a Valentine's horror story, you can do that. My question of the day, though, it's gonna be Valentine's related here. Like what is a like? What do y'all do for Valentine's? You know, if I mean, and, and I don't want to hear nothing. So if you don't do anything, don't call and don't call and say nothing. But if you do, you have any traditions? What did you do growing up? Did we have a makeout point here where everybody would go and kind of make out in their cars and stuff as teenagers, or did you just kind of go find a dead end somewhere? <laughs> I'm just curious, what did y'all do growing up? What was a tradition? What's something you do as an adult now? Uh, you and your wife, you and your husband, something y'all do every Valentine's. I'd love to hear. Uh, <clears throat> and where where they got their chocolate-covered strawberries at today? I may be buying my own Valentine's gift. Give me a call. Let me know. 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944. I got a video here I'm going to play in a minute. It's only about two or three minutes long. It's about the history of Valentine's. It has not always just been a Hallmark holiday. So I got some good stuff there. I had one that was like 16 minutes long, and I thought better of it and found a condensed version. So we're going to do that. But uh, let's jump straight into some, some culture war stuff, shall we? Because, well, that's what we do here. <laughs> The USA Today came out with a story yesterday. I was fumbling around. Uh, my home screen at work is MSN, so I get all these woke articles shoved in front of my face constantly. And every now and then, the clickbait will get the best of your boy, and I will uh, and I will read one of these. And it's brain damage, is what it is. But you know, I don't have to read conservative media. I know how to think. I don't have to be told how to think. You know, so if I see a story, I don't really care what side of it I get. I'm going to come to my own conclusion. So I don't read a lot of conservative media, nationally, anyway. I do read local stuff like uh, Jackson Jambalaya, and um, I keep up with Dark Horse Press for news and stuff. But as far as the national stuff goes, I I just, I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of grifters. There's a lot of grifters on the conservative side in the media. I mean, the Daily Wire does some good stuff, and they do some stuff I don't agree with. Breitbart, same. Uh, the Gateway Pundit, 
I tend to agree with a lot of stuff they say, but it's more opinion than news. They kind of do what I do here, honestly. They take a news story and they give their opinion on it, which I do respect that. But anyway, so this is USA Today. The title of this ar- uh, argument, <laughs> the title of this story is Super Bowl 57. It's the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever. Sorry, haters. This is the USA Today saying sorry, haters. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Gannett, you suck. All right. Written by Mike Freeman. So it says, the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever. Can't believe I wrote that since this is the Republican NFL. But here we are. Started by, again, featuring the black national anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing, this time performed by Cheryl Lee Ralph. And for future reference, I don't refer to that song as the Black National Anthem. There's only one national anthem. And um, you either stand for it or you don't. There's only one. That is the national anthem. It already has a name. The national anthem. And I salute Carrie Lake for refusing to stand for it, too. I tell you what, I hope she's president one day. I think she probably going to end up being Trump's VP pick. But we'll get to that later. So he says, Lift Every Voice and Sing was performed by Cheryl Lee Ralph. America only has one national anthem, tweeted Lauren Boebert, leaning heavily on her all-caps key. Why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple? Do football, not wokeness. Then Rihanna performed at halftime, despite once saying she wouldn't perform in the Super Bowl halftime show because of the way the NFL treated Colin Kaepernick and protesting players. She was back. Yeah, because money, money seems, seems to have that effect. After you hadn't performed live in six years, they come dangling that big check. Yeah, money does seem to have that effect on folks coming back and doing things they said they would not do. All right, so she says, uh, she was back, and make no mistake, make no mistake, Rihanna is one of the blackest, proudest performers of our time. But wait, it gets blacker. Singer Babyface, a generational rhythm and blues singer, sang America the Beautiful before the game. He's produced dozens of R&B hits and won 12 Grammy Awards. At this point, we had a black national anthem, Rihanna performing, and two black starting quarterbacks for the first time ever. Well, one and a half black starting quarterbacks. One of them's half white. During the Black History Month, it goes, and during Black History Month. This wasn't the Super Bowl. This was Wakanda. You know, sometimes I read this and I think to myself, uh, is this a white liberal trying to be funny? Anyway, but wait, it gets woker. The traditional flyover before the game was performed by all women pilot team for the first time ever. Wokeity, woke, woke, woke. That's a quote there, the wokeity, woke, woke, woke thing. I did not make that up. So there was also a moment when Doug Williams holding the Lombardi trophy was introduced to the crowd. He was the first black quarterback to ever start a Super Bowl. One of the ads during the Super Bowl was for a Fox show about farmers dating called Farmer wants a wife and one of the farmers is black on a fox show you know when we got black farmers on fox wokeness has run amok in the first half after the chiefs tight end travis kelsey scored he broke out a highly not safe for work version of the stanky leg dance i'm going to count that as part of the black super bowl too yes some of this is tongue-in-cheek but a lot isn't the super bowl has become not just a game or a party but also in some ways a mirror for all of us. It reflects what we love and what we believe in, what we hate and what we want and what we don't. To some, the NFL is trying too hard to satisfy people of color and the woke mob. You think? Says, uh, 
Does anyone have a home base for the woke mob so I can visit? Yeah, Portland. Portland is definitely home base for the woke mob. Seattle. Anywhere in LA. San Francisco. Jackson, Mississippi. But even if you know the NFL just a little bit, I mean a tinsy, winsy bit, the league is only partially doing that. The NFL has some of the most conservative owners in all the sports. This is an ownership group that blackballed Kaepernick and did everything possible to stifle his protest movement until the horrific uh, murder of George Floyd in 2020. He means he meant to say uh, George Floyd's suicide. Forced him to acknowledge it. That's when Commissioner Roger Goodell said on video, Black Lives Matter. What the league has actually done is take incremental steps to this place, and even those steps actually aren't, hu- aren't a huge deal. Singing the Black National Anthem is minuscule progress. The bottom line is even these small moves, made only really within the past several years, drive some people bonkers. Think about how long some version of the professional of professional football has been around, about a century or so. And these are the only real actions the league has taken that resemble anything close to being progressive. For much of the league's ex- existence, it's fully embraced segregation at the black quarterback position and racism against black coaches. It's also helped make more black millionaires than any other single industry or any, any other sport anyway. I mean, so... Uh, how about that? How about we talk about how many millionaires of African-American descent or black descent or whatever you want to call it, black Americans, how many black millionaires football has, has made? Oh, the, get somebody bust out the smallest violin in the world for the travesties they've had to go through. He says that's why these steps look so transformative when they're really pretty basic. That's uh, he goes. What's that saying when you used to privilege equality? I'm sorry. Let me say that over again. He goes. What's that saying when you're used to privilege equality feels like oppression? When you're used to privilege equality feels like oppression. Gotcha. Because I'm looking forward to the next Black Super Bowl when Roger Goodell does the stanky leg. Actually, never mind that last point. All right. Sorry. I know I kind of went down a rabbit hole as I was reading that. I can't read this kind of stuff with a straight face. I have to give my thoughts and opinions on it. So, uh, man, look, I am so tired of all this stuff. You know, I actually just sat back and watched the Super Bowl. I tuned out of the political aspects of it. You know, I've seen all the stuff about Rihanna, somehow that being some type of devil worshiping. Everything can be devil worshiping. It wasn't a bad performance. It just wasn't for me. I could have done without it. They have clearly, the the Super Bowl halftime show is clearly geared for women and gay men. That that that's what the black uh, not the black Super Bowl. That's what the Super Bowl is it, halftime show is for. It is not for uh, alpha males at all. If if you're into Rihanna, sorry, you're kicked out of the club. It is what it is. If they if if you're into Rihanna, you're kicked out of the club. Can't can't be here. I got questions. I got questions. You know, I was um also concerned in all this wokeness at the Super Bowl. I heard something yesterday, and this isn't so much about the Super Bowl, but it does chime in with some of this 
the black stuff that they keep bringing up. Did you know that in BLM, and they love to, all these strong, independent black men, love to support BLM. Speaking of which, I, I posted a picture on my Facebook, not Facebook, or my Twitter and my Instagram. I was watching the Fox pregame show for the Super Bowl, and they had some former player or active player or something showed up on the set wearing something straight out of his grandmama or auntie's closet. I mean, it was, he was wearing a, a, a blouse with a, with a sport coat on top of it that matched. I mean, he was dressed like a woman. Big 300-something pound dude dressed like a woman. And we ain't talking about Big Mama's house. This wasn't Medea. This wasn't, uh, I don't know, what was one of some of those other ones? What was, which one was Martin in? Big Mama's house? This wasn't Big Mama. This wasn't Medea. This is a football player on a Super Bowl kickoff show dressed like a woman. You can go find that on the uh, Clay601 Instagram page or the Save Jackson Twitter. And, it, of course, I've seen other people talking about it, too, but I was literally, I snapped it. I was the first person that I know that said anything about it, and then I've seen some other people saying the same thing because it looked absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It is more, they're continuing to do it, to the demasculation of the black male. They, they, they want to shove this demasculation down everybody's throats. That's probably not the only thing. But now I was sitting here yesterday and I, and I stumbled across something about BLM, BLM Incorporated. Did you know, I find this so strange that, that so many black men support this. Did you know that BLM does not allow black men to be leaders within the organization or to hold management positions unless they're trans? That's interesting. Thomas, how do you feel about that? Call in. Let me know. 601-879-0002. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When we get back, we're going to read some text and jump into a few more stories that I have here. And uh, my buddy Hardy Case is going to join me at 9 for the third hour of the show this morning, live from California, all the way back to central Mississippi, live in studio. Hardy Case, 9 to 10. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Can rules. Wouldn't necessary. Welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, it's Valentine's, man. You're probably wondering what to go out and eat this evening with your wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or both. Whatever it is. I ain't judging. Got to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Man, full service bar, nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris. Your girl will love that. And if your boy does, I might got some questions. Anyway, get out there to Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri's at Fannin Mart on the res. Man, they got pizza, pasta, burgers. They got those dynamite balls. Man, they are great. It's like fried, pulled pork, stuffed with some cream cheese, and some drizzled with some barbecue sauce. Mm. Man, feed me more. Feed me more. 12 different specialty pizzas. Or uh, If you are a curious individual like I am, you can get the Will of Flavor. And try up to three of those specialty pizzas on one pie and find your favorite. Mine is the Pig, Pig, Pig. Highly recommend it. The Buffalo the buffalo Wing one is really good, too. The Buffalo sauce and all that, real good. Chicken, Buffalo chicken pizza, whatever it's called, really good. Or you can just go with the Old Faithful, man. Get you a pepperoni. Or uh, like me, just get a Canadian bacon. Just give me some ham, some cheese, some sauce, and some extra cheese. A little crispy on the crust. I'm good to go. 
That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Hey, you don't feel like fighting the crowd dining in the night? Call up uh, Take a Break Deliveries or one of the other delivery services. Get yours delivered to you. Acme's on all of them. They're also open late. Again, open at 4 p.m. Fan and Mart on the res. That is Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Go see my good friend, Mr. Chip Matthews and his team out there. All right, so um, I'm live here in the Matt Kike of Flowood Studios. And I got some bad news during the break. And, you know, I was I kind of thought this may be the case, but I was thinking, surely not. He's getting ready for the Super Bowl. Why would uh, why would he be dressed like that? That was Fletcher Cox dressed in a blouse. Yazoo City's very own. The namesake of the field or stadium there at Yazoo City uh, Public High School. Fletcher, Mississippi State's very own. I, I'm going to have to revoke his Bulldog card. The membership to the Bulldog Club has been revoked. Got Fletcher Cox. I sold Fletcher a vehicle right before he got drafted. Sold him a truck. He bought it for his uncle. I got a picture of me and Fletcher. He was just wearing normal clothes then. He had on a t-shirt. Some pants. Not a blouse. Gosh, dang, they they got Fletcher? Black men that are listening this morning. I want y'all to call in, talk to me about this. I want to know y'all's opinions on this stuff. What do you think is going on with the emasculation of black men? I said I called it the demasculation, but it's the emasculation of black men in America. I mean, they're doing it to white men too, but we, we done been compromised uh, see no further than the uh, North American white liberal. But black man, I held y'all up to a higher standard. You know, I always looked as like black guys as big, strong leaders. I mean, I let them put y'all in dresses and blouses? Come on, man. You're f- the football players? I don't get it. It don't make no sense to me. Why are we doing this? This, That ain't even fashion. That's trans fashion. Very disappointed. Very, very disappointed. Let's take a call here on the Clay Edwards Show hotline. We got Derek calling in. Good morning, brother. You on there? Hey, good morning. Um, That's because we allow the court system to tell families across the country that children belong with the mother. Children belong with the women. That it's okay to be a single mother and having kids out of wedlock. It's okay, you know, we'll give you all this welfare and everything you need as long as you don't allow no man to come in. So this is the result of it. Because you got to understand, modern black women are producing, the, are, are are procreating with the very same type of phenotype of man that they're producing. These insecure little do boy simps, and it's just a matter of time before they become effeminate. Yeah, I believe you, you ever heard that. those saying the, the closest thing to a, um, the close the closest thing you you'll get to a homosexual is a thug before he goes to, when he goes to prison. You ever notice that? Yes. That's because the emasculation began a long time ago, and this is why it's not uncommon when you you get the hardest hardest hard legs out there go to prison. Sooner or later, he you know you know the rest. I've seen some pictures come down. Uh, through the through the prison pipeline of some OGs, OG triple OGs, uh, G'd up with the uh, 
little man thing up in there. Yeah. yeah. I see it on my Instagram a lot, on that Save Jackson Instagram, just kind of stroll through there. I'm like, mm-mm-mm. They're like, man, my, co- yeah. my cousin done got flipped. I'm not sure what his case was, but you can bet the whole LGBTQ movement. Um, I like, you know, I agree with some of the stuff he's saying, some of the stuff he don't. But Dr. Umar Johnson said it. He said most of this stuff is born out of childhood victimization because it's easier for a person to say that I'm a certain way than it is to deal with the pain that triggers it. And then for the most part, a lot of these single mother-raised boys, um, Dr. Umar Johnson said he's personally studied cases where. It was. It, it came from some type of victimization, or some type of molestation. You know that ends up being the case a lot of the times. It's some type of a early life sexual assault that uh that that that, that gets these people flipped on their heads. And see, back when I was growing up, see, big mom, big big, well, we called my mama. She was a mul- um, mulatto woman. She didn't tolerate that. You know, after we would get to eating breakfast, she the girls would stay in the house. She said, "Y'all going outside and play somewhere." the boys so you know when you had a, a, a structured family such such gender lines were clear and defined and the reason why it's, it's allowed to flourish because if a parent is allowed to be a parent you know you're wrong you're toxic you're this you're that and that's why you got all this stuff going on Clay. It's by design and let's just face it i don't know if that was a chinese weather balloon that shot down or what it was one thing is clear we ain't winning no wars no time soon with no sissy soldiers. No, we ain't, brother. No, we ain't. All right, Derek. Appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Let's take another call here real quick. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, Clay, I think that was uh, Fletcher Cox you was talking about. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's even it. that's even more disappointing. Yeah, that's, that was that – was, and it, it was, was, it a, was it a gray suit? Yeah, kind of a silverish-looking yeah, color. Yeah, that was, that was Fletcher Cox from down that highway. Yeah, I seen that. That was crazy right there. But look, tell Hey, what's I your... He, what, what, still, yeah, he's still listening because he knows it. Yeah. Tell him I just read this morning that the, uh, that the city hired them kids for the summer program, so I guess they heard him talking and came on through with it. So they started... They're going to take them up to... Uh, take applications up to March the 3rd if you want to let that let that be known. But Derry was saying and it, it came to pass. Hey, I, I appreciate you letting me know that. Hey, Rod, I want your serious opinion on this i know we don't always agree on politics and stuff but what do you think about what they're doing man trying to they keep dressing up all these black men these successful black men in women's clothing and running them out there on the red carpets and out there for interviews i mean just straight dressed like punks i think i i think they paying them to do it i think they paying them to do it because i was i was watching the super bowl uh preview and terry breshaw said he couldn't fly his parents out there when he was going to the super bowl and Puma paid him twenty five hundred dollars to wear his cleats. They cleats out there. He said he hated it, but I think they get paid to do it. Cause I was just uh, looking at it the other day, and they had some basketball players that had on some kilts. You know what a kilt is? Like a dress, don't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had they had they had on a kilt. I was like, man, they going too far now. Man, but here's my thing though. You know, I I, I get they being paid, but then Fletcher Cox made over one hundred fifty million dollars playing football. Does he? Can they really pay him enough to dress like a punk? Well, they can't make they can't pay me enough, brother. No, nah, bro. I'm, I, I got to draw. Not to bury my kids and my family. Uh. Uh-uh. I've been broke my whole life. I can go. I can keep on being broke. I know what you mean. All right, man. You have a good morning, bro. You, you too, Rod. Thank you, brother. All right. See, that's what I'm talking about. Rod, the kind of uh, Rod and Derek, man. They the kind of guys I grew up around. So I told you, I was always the minority in my circles, in my social circles. I grew up around black dudes like that, and that's why I'm disappointed when I see. 
a lot of this punk behavior going on. You know, because guys like that, like OG, like Rod there, kept us in check. So why I get disappointed in guys like Rod, because they go out there and they vote for these Democrat policies that are trickling down and rewarding these big companies and organizations to push this ESG stuff and these woke policies and all that. I wish I could make them see that. That's where my disappointment comes in. All right, let's take a break real quick. When we come back, more of the same right here on The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Happy Valley. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watkins Construction and Roofing, uh, your go-to roof repair specialist here in central Mississippi. You can check them out online at watkinsconstructioninc.com. And I've been reading some of their some of their 568-plus five-star reviews on Google to you guys because I figured no better way to express how other people think about them than good reviews. It ain't easy to get people to go give you a good review. So when you've accumulated this many, we should share them. Uh, this is uh, from about a week ago. This is from Chad Weaver. It's a five-star review. He said, my entire experience with Watkins was phenomenal. They really went above and beyond. Andrew was very professional, and he kept me informed of the installation process and made sure that everything was done properly. Literally, everyone at Watkins has been amazing. They will work with your insurance, which is very convenient, and they will definitely do an exceptional job for you. I would definitely recommend them to everyone. And uh, the services he had done was uh, roof repair, Roof repair for storm and wind damage, roof installation, roof inspection, roof damage repair, and some roof repair. So, man, that's good stuff there. Get out there and see them. They'll come to you. Uh, You got some great, great guys over there. Uh, Jamie Price, Johnny Casada, Michael Deere. They will get you taken care of at Watkins Construction and Roofing, locally owned and operated right here in central Mississippi. All right, so we've been kind of talking about what is really – I, I, I'm talking to my black friends this morning because I see it happening more and more lately with our with our black brothers. It's this emasculation process that's going on in the media of black men, <clears throat> and what it really goes back to is it's a it's a war on masculinity. It's a war on the nuclear family. They're trying to tear America apart. They're trying to de- to emasculate men. They tell you that having a beard is toxic masculinity. That mansplaining things to your woman is toxic masculinity. All right, I made that part up. But they, they tell you that having muscles, being an alpha, having confidence, having swagger, acting like Ric Flair, woo, is toxic masculinity. Well, it's toxic masculinity that stormed the beaches of Normandy. It's toxic masculinity that killed Saddam Hussein. It's toxic masculinity that's won multiple world wars. It's toxic masculinity that built America. It's toxic femininity that's tearing this country apart at its soul. We talk about in the intro to this show, it's a battle for the soul of America. That's what we're talking about. You got a bunch of feminine punks that know they can't win a fight. 
They know they can't win a war. So they're trying to tear America apart from within at the home. They weren't raised with no daddy. So they think everybody else shouldn't be either. Misery loves company. Toxic femininity is destroying America. Toxic masculinity is going to save this son of a gun. We going to make America great again. If we got to drag y'all by your hair, kicking and screaming. Frankly, it would suit me just fine to leave you behind. Just move you all out west of Mississippi somewhere and leave you all behind. Or move you north of the Mason-Dixon. I don't care. But if you're going to stay here, you're going to play by our rules. We ain't playing by your rules no more. We ain't playing by your rules no more. You know, I'm going to tie this into, uh, you know what else was toxic masculinity? And by the way, I'm a, I am pro-toxic masculinity. January 6, 2021. That was what masculinity looked like. That was what trying to save America looked like. That's an attack on democracy. It was an attack on toxic femininity. And y'all couldn't stand it. Because y'all ain't got the sack to get up. And go fight the government. Y'all just go burn down your black neighborhoods. Bunch of white people with their purple hair and Black Lives Matter shirts. Little part-time baristas. LGBTQ, elemental PBLM, mafia. Y'all go burn down your own neighborhoods. And most of them a bunch of little rich white kids. Liberal white kids. Going to burn down black neighborhoods in the name of social justice. When a bunch of toxic masculine men get fed up. We don't burn down our neighborhoods. We lock and load. We take the fight to the people who are oppressing us, not ourselves. Well, they didn't like that. They did not like They forgot what it was like to see a real uprising in this country. They, they saw it on January 6, 2021. That was what men, being men, looked like. Go take the fight to the government. I'd love to see more of that here on a local level. Some of the shenanigans going on down there at our state capitol reeks of a little toxic femininity every now and then too. But I digress. Toxic masculinity built America. It's going to have to save it too. Because your punks ain't doing nothing. Let's read some text here on the Guns and Gear text line. Takes a second for my text to reset a little bit here. All right, Reagan can says. All right, got a call on hold. Reagan can says America is is a sick nation. I love movies. I have seen some great gay movies like Hard. Not what you think. It is about a gay serial killer. Prayers for Bobby and Loggerheads were great movies, but this full frontal assault on all things God and or normal is disconcerting, and we are not fighting back because the government, the media, and in fact the world is on the side of the devil. Amen. Let's see here. Shannon texts in. says, Clay, it is a war on masculinity, and the church is blind to what is going on. Not a preacher out there talking about this stuff, and they better start. 
people better start telling them little boys to get their butts outside and start being boys again and get them out from behind the computer screens. Man, look, I'll tell you what, Shannon. I'm not an anti-video game guy. To each their own, if you got something you like doing. But, man, get out there. We have a whole generation of men who grew up not knowing how to do anything, not knowing how to be physical. Got a whole generation of men that can't swing a hammer. I don't like to. I, I, I'm not a builder of things, but I can absolutely do it if I have to. I ain't think it's going to be done right. But, you know, I can get out there and sling some weight around. You got a whole generation of men who grew up thinking they were going to make a, be rich and famous and making TikToks. I mean, look at like Patrick Mahomes' brother. I may be going a little deep here for y'all. They got a whole generation of men, and I use the word men loosely, like that. They don't do nothing. All they do is take. They don't provide. Let's see here. Got another text, uh, unknown texture here. It says, Clay, <clears throat> have you noticed in these commercials the black guys is in the background not saying anything? They have had they have the blacks talking. He black man supposed to let the strong black woman lead. They are promoting the black women is the black is the backbone of the black community, along with these gay pedophile download pimp preachers. Yep, I I have indeed, I have indeed seen that. Amber text in said a whole generation of men men not being men. Yep, uh, Reagan can chimes back in says Clay. This is one reason I am so disappointed in our black men. We adopt whatever phrase or word liberals come up with for the day. Toxic masculinity, white privilege, equity, etc., etc. We don't think of ourselves. We are defeated before we even get in the fight. Let's take a phone call. Hey, caller, you're on there. Yeah, I was listening to you talking about what's being burned down. Uh, white Republicans decided after they lost the election to trash the state capital. Republicans trash the state capital, uh, uh, led by a fool named Donald Trump who has not accepted he's lost. Well, I mean, uh, now, now, if you don't know the difference, if you don't know the difference in the state capital and the U.S. capital, uh, you, you gotta, you're gonna have to fix that. Is it the state capital or is it the U.S. capital? Well, we're talking about our federal capital where the U.S. Congress and the Senate operate. Okay, well, the state capital is in exactly Jackson. which one we're talking about, the Republicans drastically. Now, we tried to save, we tried to save America. Did not lose the election. Republicans decided Donald Trump was, uh, def- uh, who lost 70 federal court cases, and he's still in denial that he lost the election. And, and you and all other Republicans are sitting there going along with this mess, the man is a lawless person who encouraged those folks to go up there and trash that place. He encouraged the violence, and yet you ain't said nothing about that food. Donald he Trump is the greatest it. president in the history of this country. What do you want no, me to say? No, no, and when Trump we win again in 2024, we're going to finish what you we started. Donald Trump is the most corrupt person that ever was sworn in as president. We're you, talking about corruption on a scale that you can't even believe. And you can say that with a straight face with Joe Biden in office. office. You can say that with a straight face with Joe Biden in office. That Donald Trump's the most corrupt president. Joe Biden has got us going. Joe Biden is uh, a great president. Joe Biden has got brought down uh, prescription drugs, insulin, that Republicans voted against. He has made sure that the gasoline prices have dropped under his watch. He's a great president. Uh, our infrastructure is being taken care of. A trillion dollars to build 
roads and bridges, something that your boy Trump never did. Trump had to so save. Trump, Trump had, had to the save America. President we've ever had. He's Man. the worst president we've ever had. Best president we've and ever had. And he has lost. He's still running he gave, He won the election. He gave black America uh, the platinum player. We got room for him at Whitfield now. He gave black America we the platinum plan. And you were so ungrateful. Man, we got room. So ungrateful. Let's take a break real quick. Come back, close out the first hour here. So ungrateful. He gave y'all the platinum plan. I don't remember Obama giving you the platinum plan. I know. I know Joe Biden. He sent you crack pipes. He didn't get that one plat- platinum. Mm-mm. Donald Trump gave you the platinum plan. Just like platinum plus. Best in the world. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. The Platinum Plan show of choice. The Donald Trump supporting show of choice. The Clay Edwards Show. Live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This last segment of the first hour of three hours today. Got a big one today. Three full hours of the Clay Edwards Show. Live here on 103.9. In the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Hey, man, get out and support Mack Hike of Flowood. They got a bunch of great deals going on right now. They're the home of the three ninety nine car payment and got the one-hour promise. After you select your vehicle and you go inside and you start getting ready to break bread, do paperwork, all that fun stuff, their goal is to get you in and out in one hour. And uh, that ain't bad, my friends. I've been in the car business for 12 years. If you can get, uh, get in and out in an hour and do all that paperwork, you're doing good. They, they, they're respectful of your time because time is money. So get out there. they got a bunch of great deals going on right now. A lot of uh, incentives, cash back, all that good stuff. Help get you out of any negative equity you may have if you bought your vehicle when the market was too high. they got a bunch of great salesmen out there. Several, several of my good friends. Corey McDonald and his team right there. Mack Hike of Flowood on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Shop them online. MackHikeCDJRF.com. Uh, let's see here, man. I Googled the Platinum Plan during the break here. And unfortunately, the uh, the article I clicked on is way too long and convoluted, and I do not believe that I'm going to be able to read that. Okay, wait, here we go. Here we go. We got one minute here to close out the first hour. It goes, President Trump's promise to black America over four years. <clears throat> Three million new jobs for, well, he goes, uh, increase access to capital in black communities by almost $500 billion with a B dollars. Three million new jobs for the black community creating 500,000 new black-owned businesses, increase access to capital in black community by almost $500 billion. safe urban neighborhoods with highest policing standards, commit to working on a second step act, access to better education and job training opportunities. Let's see here. Give black churches the ability to compete for federal resources in their community. Bring better tailored health care to address historic disproprieties immigration policy that protects american jobs all right we'll read the rest of them on the other side of this break this is the clay edwards show we'll be right back on 1039 wyab all right welcome back into the realist show on radio your daily dose of reality radio the free range human show of choice this is the clay edwards show i am clay edwards (laughs) almost butchered my last name there that's live radio anyway we're live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This is hour number two of a three-hour 
all me, all day, spectacular. No, I'm just kidding. Only got two more hours to go. Hardy Case will be joining me in the third hour live here in the studio for the second time ever. Hardy just moved back from California to central Mississippi. And uh, we're excited to have him in here. We'll be chopping up all kind of things, see what Hardy's up to. But uh, this segment here is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Give Jason Anderson and his team a call today at 601-946-1000 for all of your home, car, and business window tinting needs, windshield replacement needs, and vehicle or business or home or whatever you need wrapped with your big logo. They can do it. Turn your car into a rolling billboard, man. They got it all taken care of right there at Lakeland Glass and Tent. You can start online. You can book your appointments online. You can get the pricing online. LakelandGlassandTent.com. I am recently a happy Lakeland Glass and Tent customer myself. I think I've now had four cars or so tinted over the years at Lakeland Glass and Tent, as well as my mama's car. So shout out to them. And of course, hey, don't forget, man, you got that crack in your windshield. They're always right there in the most inconvenient spot, right in your line of sight. Go see them. They do that at their OG location right there on Lakeland Drive. But again, it all starts at the website, lakelandglassintent.com. All right, uh, Derek called back real quick. Let's take Derek's call before I jump into the meat of this next hour. Hey, Derek, you on there? Hey, I'm I'm sorry for for calling back, brother, but I wanted to correct something real quick that I'm so sick and tired of people doing. The judges didn't rule on anything. They didn't say there was no fraud or or anything like that. Or he lost a court case. Now, hold on, never hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He, Derek's talking about Vince's call about Donald Trump not winning, not losing the election, right? Right. Okay. They never heard the, the the complaint. They didn't allow him to collect the evidence or anything like that. Because what you don't understand is these old liberal judges don't understand cyber cyber crimes or cyber technology or anything like that. They don't understand technology. This is why everybody started to turn against Apple. Because Apple has been uh, 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 allowing the courts to push consumers around, tell them they don't have the right to work on their own equipment. That's why you, you see a lot of people going on the uh, right to repair movement. Because the court system and these old politicians don't understand technology, sir. So they didn't. They refused to hear the case, but the evidence was there because they were destroying servers and software and everything. That's destruction of evidence. Oh, it was clearly there. There was clearly... Some shenanigans taking place concerning the 2020 election, uh, period. Hey, can, I, can I say this on your show, Clay? I, and I take full responsibility for my worries. I've been working in government IT now for, for almost 20 years, and I know what I'm talking about. I, I understand how government emails work, how government files work. And anytime you destroy any of that, that is a crime. Agreed. And so when y'all say Hillary Clinton was Hillary created a private server sending classified documents to herself, and then when she was being investigated, she purged and wiped the server. That's a crime alone, destroying evidence. And the, and these and the, these different voter precincts did the same thing. And I, being a senior systems administrator, know exactly what took place and how the courts don't understand anything cyber based. Thanks for taking my call, Clay. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, brother. All right, man. Thank you, Derek. You know, when you get a good caller like Derek, who's well thought out, well informed, you can call the show twice, three times in a day. I enjoy what he brings to the table. So you ain't never got to apologize for calling back. 
Uh, shout out to my boy Chad Wesley listening this morning out there in Radio Land on 103.9 FM. So I got a bunch of y'all's text here, and I'm going to get to them, I promise. But one thing I want to hit, well, let's take another call here real quick. Callers come first on this show. Callers come first. Hey, you're on there. Good morning. This is Master D. I miss Dirty D uh, yesterday. That used to be my street name. I like Dirty it. D. But anyway, uh, I really don't give a rash tale about a, a Democrat or a Republican. And I've been a lifelong Democrat. The reason why is, do you actually think that uh, Ukraine is going to win a war against Russia? And then they're going to all get together and vote. It's all about money, Derek, uh, and uh, Clay and whoever else it is. It's all about money. And with this thing about the Black National Anthem, that was something we sing at church. And it's, it's, it's irrelevant. I'm sad that they sung it because it's not for white people. It's for when we was in slavery. Can you imagine yourself in slavery, Clay, singing the Star Spangled Banner? You got to be out of your cotton-picking mind to even agree with something like that. You're talking about we, 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 we are one. There are two societies in America, the privileged white that we see down there at the Capitol and the struggling working man way. He's black, white, purple, or blue. I'm for the working man. I, I give a rat's tail about a uh, Democrat-Republican Party. It's all about the money with me and what can you do to my, what can you do for my neighborhood. And with this crime, they've been pimping this crime thing for years as these foreigners and other people come in jacked and buy up all the property, don't fix up nothing. That's what's happening. New York, Michigan, and all these other people buying up this property for a little nothing, come back gentrification. We're not fooled. Everybody's not a damn gone fool, uh, 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 Clay. I mean, you know, the, the blacks back in slavery who could read, they was put to death. So that lets you know. And uh, Mississippi, I, I'm one of the first ones as elected officials to be a proponent of reparation and a bay program. America's gone. I just gave a, a white woman $5 and, and helped her get into rehab. That's the compassion I have in heart for people, not just the color of my skin. I, you know, when you wake up looking at black and white, that's just life. If you want to help the crime situation, do like I do, Derek and Clay. Buy some cameras and put them up in your neighborhood. Join Operation Clean Sweep and Operation I Spy. All this talk about crime, crime. What are we doing about it, men? Let's start a militia patrol our own neighborhood. If we got to pick up the gun, let's pick up the gun. But we're not going to have no Gestapo militia think they're not going to be uh, looked at. And I want every stop with the uh, Capitol Police to be a cap companion by uh, cameras and, and, and a JPD officer or Sheriff Department officer, and they need to be fully vetted and fully vetted with cameras so we can have documentation and so we won't be just having these random uh, kill-on-site uh, uh, motions and, 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 and what we think is going on. You know what I'm saying? If you think for one minute, that your grandfather and great-grandfather didn't tell you to tell their, to their children and grandchildren, you are a fool, brother. Because hey. my daddy didn't, didn't come up and tell us to hate white folks. They just come and tell us, uh, came up and tell us which one to watch out for. 
And my daddy wasn't no skeleton, no white folk. Matter of fact, him and Lord John ran together. And when he Lord John came to pick him up, he said, oh, I ain't going to get that man, not him. Hmm. And he went in the woods with a, without a gun and told my daddy, you know, don't do it. Because we stood as men back then, real men, even coming out of the, 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 the hardships we come from. We're men. We're all men. All men are created equal. I, I have a Russian friend, and they're some of the good, best people. But when you judge people by their nationality and the color of skin, you are a sick individual. Hey, thank you, Master D. Y'all have a good morning. You too. Now, I don't, you know, I don't agree with some of the stuff there, but at the end of the day, he hit the nail on the head with exactly what I spent the first hour preaching about. When we was men, we stood as men. Some of us still men. We stood as men. When, when, when the crap hits the fan, and I look down at my foxhole, and who's to my left, who's to my right, who's got my back, I don't care where you're from. I don't care about the color of your skin. I don't care about your sexual preference. You, you now you, you can't dress like a girl. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you. Not, not my not my foxhole. The only people in my foxhole dressed like women gonna be women. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there. Call that whatever you want, whatever kind of istophobe you need to put behind that. But you're gonna be in my foxhole. I don't care about nothing else. You can't be dressed like a girl. You, just, you can't do it. But to my point. None of that matters. When, 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 I need, when, when you got my back, I don't care. We're going to stand up as men and we're going to fight. Now, I was going to play this video, but I'm going to wait till the, after the next break to do it because I let Master B run, run a little long there. So I'm going to read some of y'all's text real quick. Um, you know, get called, it's a little bit here on the guns and gear text line. Hey, let's see. Uh, unknown texture. I got to start saving y'all's names. This is on, that's on me. It says, uh, you're killing it this morning. Alpha males to the front. He said, you're missing the biggest point about Trump. First week, he met with all the unions. I could go on a rant all about the people he has given a job. Why do black people hate Trump so much? Thank you, unknown texture. Uh, my buddy up in Memphis says, a lot of text here. Says, uh, the caller is an example of an idiot. Talking about Vince. Vince has called in the last hour. Said, that caller is an example of an idiot. That dude is crazy. That caller is an example of an idiot. That caller was correct. They have a room at Whitfield. Somebody left the door open to the telephone room at Whitfield. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, Vince would know if there was a room at Whitfield because his is empty because he has escaped. Good stuff. It says, Clay, was Master D a slave? He said, we. <laughs> Reagan can chimes back in. said, under Biden... Food prices are sky high. Kim Jong-un started firing missiles near his neighbors again. ISIS came out of the closet. Russia became our enemy again. Our southern border has been completely erased, and our government and our own government has been weaponized against the individual citizens. That is just the beginning of sorrows for America. That man still has two more years to destroy America. It's rough, brother. It's rough. It's hot out here on a pimp. See, unknown texture. Clay, I think that everything that sorry Vince just said is a dang lie. Vince won't hardly call the Kim Wade show anymore because Kim makes him out to be the fool that he is. I have to say, after all these years of listening to Vince rant and rave, I truly hate the man. You know, one thing I learned from Kim Wade, uh, when you get callers like that, and I didn't do a very good job of it then, is just let them talk. 
And you won't have to even reply to them. They will talk their stupid selves right into a corner. Let's take a call from Miss Lacey here. I ain't talked to Lacey in a few days. Good morning, Lacey. Good morning. I just wanted to say that that guy that called in, I don't know his name, but he was told to hate Trump. He was told by the Democrat Party to hate Trump. He was told that Biden is doing a good job. And even though he sees what's in front of him, he will never go against the Democrat Party and say anything negative against that foolishness that he called in with. So I just wanted to say that. And the people need to start having their own mind. Think for yourself. Because you see what you see, but you won't admit it because you, you're, a, you're a follower of fools. And that's all I got to say. Amen, Lacey. Happy Valentine's. Thank, happy Valentine's to you, too. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Good stuff there, man. Always great to hear from Miss Lacey. Let me wrap up some of these texts real quick. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about the fourth turning. Y'all going to want to stay tuned for this. This chimes into our toxic masculinity and toxic femininity conversation, our alpha males. We need you. We need you. Uh, let me finish up these texts real quick, man. You guys have been on fire this morning, and I, I got to review. If you take the time to send them, I, I got to make the time to read them on the Guns and Gear text line. Mick Jagger said it. Mick Jagger said it best decades ago, in sympathy for the devil, just as every cop is a criminal and all the sinners and saints, as head as tails. Just call me Lucifer, because I'm in need of some restraint. This is exactly what our world has become. Thank you, Lloyd, for uh, texting that in. Uh, Sylvia says, "I truly feel that Trump is an excellent president. However, the second he is second to Reagan, there could be an argument for that, but." Eh, for now, uh, Trump is the greatest. He said, uh, unknown texture says, this has just turned into comedy radio. Biden, a great president. A bunch of uh, laughing emojis. Dagwood chimes in. Says, most if not all of the liberal males I know are feminine and cannot change a flat tire. Amen to that. Hey, real quick, speaking of change of flat tires. Now, you know, we give JPD a lot of hell around here. But twice in the last week, I have seen a JPD officer right on I-20 along the Ellis Avenue exit changing a flat tire on a vehicle that was not a JPD vehicle. So uh, shout out to uh, the boots on ground officers in JPD changing flat tires for folks on the side of the interstate. I couldn't get a picture. You're going to have to believe me on this. But right there on the westbound side of I-20, right at Ellis Avenue, dang near about the same area, two days in a row, three days in a row, well, two out of three days. JPD changing a flat tire. So shout out to them. Let's see here. Derek says, President Trump didn't lose those court cases. Those liberal judges wouldn't hear the cases. That is correct. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. We're going to watch a video about the fourth turning and see, uh, are we in the fourth turning? This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Hey, just a reminder, I know I talked about them earlier, but it's Valentine's, so I want to beat it in your brains a little bit. Get out and support our friends over at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri. right there at Fannin Mart. On the res, it's Valentine's. Go enjoy some pizza. Pizza is for lovers. Heck, I guess anything can be, but today it's pizza, right? Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's open daily, 4 p.m., Fan and Mart on the res. And always, hey, 
Send your boo thing some pizza to work. It had to be after four when they opened. But uh, make her happy. Make him happy. Make them happy. Whatever. We ain't judging. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Let's see here, man. All right, look. Are y'all familiar with the fourth turning? It's where this phrase came from. Or this phrase is commonly tied together with it. You probably have heard this a good bit since COVID started. But we're going to talk about it here now. And we're going to play the video. Hard times create strong men. Strong times, uh, I'm sorry. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. My friends, the fourth one there is the fourth turning. Weak men have created hard times. Hard times about to create some strong men or re- reawaken some strong men. I'm going to play you a little video here. It's about seven minutes long. Bear with it. Pay attention. You're going to learn something today on the Clay Edwards Show. This is about the fourth turning and explaining how we are now in the fourth turning. They say history repeats itself. Have you guys heard of the fourth turning? Check this out. History repeats itself in 80-year blocks called saculum, but we'll just call them history blocks. Not exactly 80 years. This is history, not math, but roughly the span of a human lifetime, maybe 80 to 90 years. Within these 80-year history blocks, we have four turnings of around 20 years each. We usually call them generations. This book calls them turnings. Turnings are sort of like seasons, like spring, summer, fall, winter. Throughout our history, we've had these 80-year blocks, and the 80-year blocks have been remarkably similar to each other. We're in one now. The first turning, the first season, is a high, an upbeat era. The second turning is an awakening, a passionate era. The third turning is an unraveling, a downcast era. And the fourth turning, well, sorry, but fourth turnings suck. The fourth turning is a crisis, an era of upheaval. We're in a fourth turning right now. So let's take a look at our seculum, our history block. The history block that we're in the crisis of right now. Our high began after our World War II victory. By our, we mean America's. These are America's history blocks and turnings. During a high, the getting is good. We had the most even distribution of wealth during our high. You could work at a gas station and afford to buy a house. This high is the period that the MAGA hats refer to. We got Hank Williams and Elvis and Little Richard and the birth of rock and roll. We launched monkeys and men into space. This is when the Mustangs and Corvettes first came out. Our high ended with the assassination of John F. Kennedy on November 22nd, 1963. The high is not a high for everyone, of course. America still had a segregated South. Homosexuality was illegal and considered a mental disorder. The high is a period of conformity. The age of nonconformity and of social justice begins during the awakening, our passionate era. During the awakening, 
We had Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement, ACID, Vietnam protests and Vietnam itself, the women's liberation movement, Stonewall and the gay rights movement, great movies, great music. This is when the first Macintosh computer came out. The awakening is a time of increasing individualism. This second turning, this awakening, ended with the re-election of Ronald Reagan in 1984. Things get messy during the third turning, during the unraveling. We got the fall of Soviet communism and the beginning of the Russian gangster state. The greatest musicians of the time sang about violence and decay in their deteriorating cities. The L.A. riots, O.J., the bombing of Bosnia and the Columbine high school shootings on the same day. September 11th, the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Our unraveling ended with the financial crisis of 2008. A fascinating fact about this book is that it was written during the last third turning, published in 1997. But the book predicts now what's happening now in this fourth turning. And what's happening now is right on schedule. And I want to pause it for one second. Uh, the fourth turning is what's happening now. Let's just look at some of the things. COVID, Black Lives Matter riots, Joe Biden presidency, the sham war in Ukraine, Chakwe Antar Lumumba being the mayor of Jackson. Eighty years ago, in the last fourth turning, America had her Great Depression, then World War II. Eighty years before that, the Civil War. Eighty years before that, the Revolutionary War. Now it's our turn to save the country. So where do you fit into all this? What's your role? It depends when you were born. Each generation, each cohort, tends to embody a specific archetype. An archetype that will move the society towards the next high. Each generation's archetype is the characteristic that will define the generation in its prime, in midlife. The boomer archetype is the prophet. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs are boomers and prophets. Both predicted that one day everyone, not just big corporations and governments, would own a computer. Gates even predicted a crisis like COVID-19 five years beforehand. The writers of this book... Hold on, I gotta pause it. <laughs> Gates did predict it, all right, because he was a part of it. ...are boomers and prophets. Gen X is the nomad generation. The quintessential Gen Xer, That's Elon me. Musk, builds things that move us from one place to another. Rockets, electric cars, hyperloops, nomadic devices. Right, this part here, he gives millennials a lot of credit. I hope he's right. I just don't think he is. But the millennials raised during the unraveling, will emerge as the hero generation during this crisis. These are the Parkland High students, the frontline hospital workers, and Malala Yousafzai. The book says millennials will be the World War II heroes of our history block. We don't know what Gen Z will do, but they will be an artist generation. From them will emerge the next Bill Withers, Tony Morrison, or Bob Dylan, all born during the last crisis, all from an artist generation.
The history block before ours ended with World War II and began with the Civil War 80 years prior. The history block before that ended with the Civil War and began with the end of the Revolutionary War 80 years prior. Every 80 years or so, something big comes along and changes everything. And now we're at the end of our history block, right in the middle of our crisis. We're in the process of changing our world again. The authors of The Fourth Turning tell us that these crises are like forest fires. Unpleasant, but necessary. They clear the woods for new growth. As we work towards our next high, this crisis will tilt the playing field away from the old and towards the young, they tell us. But the victory is not guaranteed. We will, each of us, need to rise to the occasion during this crisis. We will need to develop and fortify our virtues as we pursue a greener pasture. All right, so let's take a break real quick, come back, and I want to break that down some. Got some text from you. Chime in. Let me know what y'all think. 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. Of course, you can call in 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome on back in here to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality Radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, on the TuneIn app at WYAB, and of course, on the terrestrial airwaves here locally in central Mississippi at 103.9 FM WYAB. If you're listening later on on the podcast, thank you. Number one, number one non-sports related podcast in the state of Mississippi. It is the Clay Edwards Show. Hit the share button, hit the like button. Write us a good review if you're on Apple's iTunes five star review. It helps and it helps trick that algorithm. And I I like nothing more than to trick a couple uh, Democrat algorithms. All right, so we're live in the Matt Clayke of Flowood Studios. Hey guys, that fourth turning video I just played. Now that you got a better idea of what the fourth turning is, and I look admittingly I have not read the book. I am going to. It is uh, It is now on the top of my things to read ASAP list. But I want to read this phrase again. It's very important. Let it soak in. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Well, you know exactly where we're at in that, right? We're at the coming out of the 90s and 2000s. The good times created weak men. Yeah, the 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 really from the 80s through, you know, about, I don't know, 2008. All those good times before Obama came into office, those created weak men. And now those weak men have created these hard times. Dusty Rhodes spoke about this once. He had a promo called Hard Times. Let your boy pull it up here real quick. Give me two seconds here. Dust. I've got the YouTube pulled up. Let me take one second here. Dust. If I could spell Dusty right. Dusty Rhodes. See, it comes up. Hard Times promo. 
And、uh, again, Dusty talked about this. And I've played this before. It says Ric Flair brought hard times down on Dusty Rhodes and his family. Joe Biden has brought hard times, and Joe Biden's voters have brought hard times down on Clay Edwards and his family. This is the great, this is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Y'all about to get a lesson right here. Here's the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions. For waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the resident fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, with that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, Hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard times together. I admit, I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Nature Boy Ric Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out because the love that was given me, and this time I will repay you now because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion. Donald Trump needs to take that, tweak it just a little bit. Everywhere he said Ric Flair, he needs to replace it with Joe Biden. And he's called upon us, his people, to gather again and finish what we started on January 6th. Hard times have been brought down on Americans by these weak men like Joe Biden. Hard times have been brought down on Clay Edwards by these weak men like Chakwe and Tarla Mumba. Hard times. Has been brought down on Clay Edwards by these weak men like Delbert Hoseman and Tate Reeves. Anyway, I, I could go on and on. Y'all get it, man. You could take that promo there, you could tweak a few words, and you can make it mean whatever you want it to mean. But it's very relevant. Weak men bring hard times down on good men. Weak feminine 
men bring hard times on America. Weak, non-masculine, toxic femininity men bring hard times down on all of us. Got weak men like Bill Gates buying up all the farmland in America. That ain't good. You got a guy that's trying to make veggie burgers, buying all the farmland. Let's see how that plays out. I'm done. I ain't no weak man here. I know I got a bunch of strong men standing in front of me. That's why we're going to start having monthly get-togethers. I'm saying this out loud because I'm willing to get into existence. We've been talking about it for a while. It's definitely on deck. I had to get through the first month or two of the year, get settled in. We're going to start having monthly, it ain't about the Clay Edwards show. I'm just going to use my platform to promote it. We're going to pick some. We're going to start having man, manly, monthly get-togethers, manly get-togethers. <laughs> There'll be girls on trampolines. Anyway, I kid. But we're going to start meeting some folks, man. We need to start getting together. We need to start meeting each other. We need to start knowing who we can depend on. We need to start building a network of people that we can depend on, that we support. We talk about uh, alternative Alternative uh, income, not not income. I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart here. Uh, anyway, I, I'll remember the simple word. I'm trying to remember here in a second. We got to start depending on each other. We got to start choosing who we spend our money with a little more wisely. People we can depend on when the crap hits the fan. People we can depend on when we when we've had hard times brought down on us by weak men. Other strong men and women we can turn to and break bread with. Would you rather break bread with a good locally owned car lot? Or would you rather break bread with a car lot that's backed by George Soros? There's several of those in this town. You need to know where you're spending your money. Who you're spending your money with. Are you going to finance your own execution? Because that's what you're doing in a lot of these places. You're financing your own execution. You're financing your own hard times by supporting some of these businesses. You need to know who to support. You need to know who you can call when you've had hard times brought down on you by Joe Biden and these weak men who have brought hard times down on all of us. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and reset the clock a little bit here. Top of the next hour, I got Hardy Case in the studio with me, my good buddy. We're going to talk about all kind of stuff. Text line's been blowing up. I'll read some of your texts, too, to close out the second hour. We'll be right back. Hot times on the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Necessary. Welcome on back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio live in the Mac hike of Flowwood Studios. Man, let's close out this second hour here with a couple texts off the Guns and Gear text line. Josh text in, says, man, the World War II of our generation, talking about millennials and the fourth turning. He said, what a joke. What are they going to save when most can't save themselves? From harvesting food to holding down a job, they seem to require praise for little, if any, effort. My grandparents were all great generation and great depression survivors. They taught their grandchildren the survival skills necessary for times like this. 
My grandfather was a B-24 flight officer and a prisoner of war in World War II. I I just don't see that in millennials and definitely not Gen Z. I agree, 100%. I mean, we're going to have to hope they're right, unfortunately, because we're going to need them. We're going to need them. I mean, it may take a little kicking and screaming, but uh, the ones that don't dress like girls, we're going to need them on our team. The other ones ain't going to survive the first three days. The others ain't going to survive the first three days. Once the Cocoa Puffs and uh, Lean Cuisines run out, they done. Put a fork in them. Reagan can chimes in on the Guns and Gear text line. We got to find the text here. All right, here we go. Takes a second for these to load sometimes. Said, loved, loved Dusty, master of the mouth, Corvette, Cornette, Piper, Heenan, and Lawler. We're all better. Heenan being the best, but Dusty, a great man behind the scenes as well. Dusty, Dusty was a great mind behind the scenes. D- Dusty was. I mean, look, he wasn't my favorite wrestler, but he was just very charismatic. And you believed what Dusty was saying when he was talking. Now, it's unfortunate he went to WWE late there and they put him in the polka dots and all that stuff. And the WWE fans never really got to see the Dusty Rhodes that we grew up on here with Mid-South Wrestling and uh, the NWA and all that. The son of a plumber. My grandfather loved Dusty Rhodes. My grandfather died still thinking that wrestling was real and that Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen really did bring hard times down on Dusty Rhodes. 7.05 every Saturday night on TBS on the Superstation. We had NWA tuned in over at my grandfather's house. That's how I became a wrestling fan, watching wrestling with my grandfather. All right, first uh, second hour's up. I will have Hardy Case in the studio with me sometime here in the next hour. Phone lines are wide open. We got all kind of things we can hit. Open forum. It's Valentine's, man. Anybody going to call in? We'll say boo thing, a happy Valentine's. 601-879-0002. See you. Welcome back into the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are, I am, live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Studios here on Valentine's Day 2023, February 14th. Hope everybody's having a good morning this morning. We've had an action-packed two hours, man. Covered a lot of ground this morning. Before we cover any more, real quick, this Friday, Stonington Farms will be making a delivery to the central Mississippi area. And you can get your order in now. Just go to Stonington Farm Beef. I'm sorry, just StoningtonFarm.com. Com. Stonington with two N's, farm.com. Uh, get the phone number on there. Give Miss Katie Stonington a call, and she will customize your order. You don't have to buy no select uh, generic package, maybe mixed in with some stuff you don't want. Stonington Farms will customize it just for you like they did for me uh, when I got my order a few weeks ago. Still eating on it. I made some. Uh, I got some sirloin and made some steak tips or steak bites. Over the uh, for the Super Bowl, I did some teriyaki steak bites with some Hoover sauce. So it really ain't teriyaki, but similar. 
uh, you can uh, experience the grass-fed, grass-finished joy that I have, hormone-free joy that I have, by getting your order of Stonington Farm beef today. But hey, get it in quick. Friday will be here before you know it, and uh, I, I believe by Friday it's going to be too late to get your order in. So you, I would I would try to get it in today or tomorrow, and get your pricing and all that stuff in place and locked in and enjoy it, man. They really doing some neat stuff down there. We're very very excited to have them here as a partner on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, joined in the studio by the one, the only, the venerable, Mister Hardy Case. Hello. What's up, brother? How y'all doing? Man, we are uh, doing it this morning, man. How about yourself? Man, just happy to be in Mississippi. No, no doubt. No doubt. Now, did Near you... all this good steak, Hoover sauce. I know. Woo. They don't have that out there in California. Man, shout out to Bradley Barnes for sending me the uh, two-pound, uh, I guess not two-pound, two-gallon deal of Hoover sauce all the way uh, to California. I appreciate that, brother. That helped me out when I was out there with the bland Cali food. Man, look, I'm going to tell you, I was late to the party on Hoover sauce. And I mean, you know, I try to stay carb conscious and all that, so I don't use it as much as I would like. But I, especially when I reheat my steak, I will put a little on the side. And uh, man, it is good. Pork. Pork yeah. tenderloins. Yes. That's what I love. I mean, that's that's really the main thing that that I'll use Hoover sauce for. I'm going to tell you uh, what, pork tenderloins. And, and I'm going to tell you what, pork is way underrated as a source of protein. Well, you got to get your protein, man. How, I mean, all that BS about stay away from meat, that's nonsense. Just absolute nonsense. Straighten, so. that, straighten that mic up. There, there we go. go. There we go. Cool. Yeah, um, it, it is. It is. Uh, eat protein, stay away from sugar. That's it. Yeah, stay away. I mean, I got a Diet Coke right here, no sugar. Uh, the other thing might kill me in it, though. But uh, Yeah. We'll see. But uh, so far, so good. Warren Buffett drinks it every day. He seems to be doing okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep drinking the Diet Coke. But, yeah, stay away from the sugary drinks. Um, man, you look wonderful. Thank you. I've been drinking, uh, I've been drinking collagen as well. High, high dollar, high-end collagen. Yeah, I tell you what. Uh, well, I don't know anything about that. I'm learning. I'm learning, but uh, it, I heard uh, you talking about it with Anson the other day. Yeah. What does he think about it? Has, does, did he recommend it too? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't remember. I know we were definitely, definitely high on TRT, the testosterone replacement therapy. Uh, that has been a game changer in every. It seems aspect. like everyone that says says it says it, that it works for them. Yeah, I mean, there, I'm sure maybe there's somebody out there who didn't have a good experience. I'm, I'm sure that exists, but I have not ran across any of them yet. Uh, I, I would be interested to hear if you had a bad experience on TRT. Let me know. I'm I'm very curious about it. I mean, the world has been basically trying to detestosterone males, in my opinion. You know, so yeah. I mean, I think anything anything that's uh, going to give folks more testosterone. I mean, you know, doctors are going to be able to to check your levels and all that stuff. But it sounds like it's uh, probably a good. Um, I don't want to say a good backlash or uh bounce back but it's it's better to have more testosterone than not so i think if you're if you're thinking about it you should probably uh you know ask your doctor about it uh, absolutely man absolutely i'm actually texting with the uh, with my doctor now about something he emailed me about something but uh <clears throat> yeah look i highly recommend it if you need um any recommendations on trt replacement hey and it ain't just for men women uh, i know you're thinking testosterone um what do i need that for it's just as important for you all as it is us. And it ain't about muscles and all that. It's about energy. It's about mood. It's about libido. It's about all that stuff. And uh, <clears throat> I've heard nothing but rave reviews from some very attractive-looking women who have the 
pellet therapy. They put like a small pellet that just slept. It's good for like four months. They put a little incision on your in your hip, slide it in there. Uh, a friend of mine got it done about the same time I got my testosterone treatment, and I'll be following her her uh, her story as well and see how it helps her. She's on her feet. She's in her mid forties. She's on her feet eight ten hours a day doing hair and stuff. I want to see how it affects her too, and uh, we're gonna give you some real real stories on this stuff and. Uh, testimonials is the word I'm looking for. Give some real testimonials on it here over the next few months. And uh, looking forward to it. All right, Hardy. Yo. Did you get a chance to listen to the uh, the last segment, the fourth turning stuff? I listened to, man, and that's the one I wanted to listen to. I listened to the first one in the morning uh, early on. But, no, I didn't I didn't catch that. And I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to bring it up later if we didn't talk about it. So tip, fill me in on that. What's going on? All right, so the old saying goes, let me make sure I quote it right here. Hard times create strong men. Now, each one of these sayings is a turning. One, two, three, four, right? A generation is what they call a turning, a generation. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. See no further than Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, uh, Sohn, and so forth. I, t- I totally agree. I mean, I think, I think the number one problem really in America and, and, and the world um, are weak men, men that won't stand up. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a woman. I can't tell you about, you know, what I think uh, because I'm not a woman, uh, but I, I'm certainly a man. And I from dealing in business all over the country and, you know, from, from what uh, I have with my experience, um, you know, dealing with politics and in an emerging industry, in the cannabis industry, yeah, I mean, a lot of my problems and things that I face daily are just getting people to get back to basics and stand up for themselves, do the hard work, do the simple things. A lot of stuff that you and Anson talk about, uh, you know, really being assertive, having a goal, making plans, writing things down, and just getting it done. Um, and a lot of people are just lazy these days, from what I've seen. Decent people, um, but there's just... You know, there's just not a lot of, uh, you know, getting after it anymore, um, unfortunately. Well, you know, the problem I have, and I talk about it at nauseum on this show, is people who are just going along to get along because it don't affect them in their mind. They, it ain't affect them yet, but it's going to affect all of us here soon while y'all are just going along to get along. You got to stand back up and fight. You know, that dang Twisted Sister song, We're Not Gonna Take It, came out 40 years ago. And we ain't done nothing but take it ever since. I mean, that go along to get a long way is just, uh, that's for ruin. That's how, that's how countries die. Um, that's how dreams die. Um, you know, that's how you wonder, oh, well, why, why hadn't Mississippi done this? Or why hadn't Mississippi done that? That's the reason. People just going along to get along um, and not, you know, hitching up their, uh, their britches and, and taking steps. That's it. I went along to get along for 10 years, my entire 30s. Time I turned around 40, I was like, I'm done going along to get along. I'm going to be an agitator of sorts. And that that's, that's how we got here. Life's much better, isn't it? It is. When you stand up for yourself and, you know, when you stand up for things you believe in, you actually take steps and do it. You know, we didn't create the, the will, um, but, you know, we're certainly going to use it if it's there. And hard work, you can't replace that. You know, planning, getting up early, um, you know, simple, basic stuff. Shout out to my mama, too, for always talking about getting back to the basics. Um, it's just really, really important. You know, wake up early, 
have a plan, eat breakfast, and attack the world. You know, and and you're going to benefit from that um, nearly 100 percent of the time. Is life perfect? No, you're going to have all kind of stuff that's going to hit you. You got to be prepared for that. You know, there's definitely going to be things that hit you. I mean, yeah, just be consistent. Get up. Be dependable. Be consistent. You're going to have bad days. It happens. But if you have more good days than bad, you're going to get to where you need to go. It's I, I talk about it a lot here. You're going to you're going to keep pushing and pushing. There's going to be days that you feel like you're not seeing any progress. And you're going to get a year down the road, and you're like, oh, man, I smashed a goal, and I, and, I, and I didn't even realize I did it because I'd already moved on to the next one. But you're going to see some kind of Facebook memory or a picture. Yep. Something's going to remind you of where you were at last year, and you're either going to go forward or go backwards. Because staying in the same place is going backwards. Hey, I can tell you this. That's exactly right. Y'all, what Clay just said, um, look, it's either grow or die. Yep. Because in this world, if you're just staying stagnant, you're dying. And then it's going, the world's going to eat you up. So you've got to expand. It's very important. Going along to get along. Yep. That's going to get you in, in no, no good place. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here, man. You know, I guess at the end of the day, if I'm going to go down hardy, I'm going to go down swinging, raising hell, praising Dale, and standing on the two feet I was born on. Definitely praising Dale. I, Driving it like you stole it, baby. I am not going down, out on my knees. No, sir. No, you, sir. You ain't going to catch me in one of these ISIS videos getting my head cut off with a butter knife. No. No, I'm, I've never seen anything like that. But uh, Oh, that's out there. It's yeah. Out, yeah, it's out there. You know, you, you're going to have to at least put a bullet in my back. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be, you'll got to. you sleep much better at night, you know, folks, if if you listen to Clay, and um, especially on Thursdays when my buddy Anson's on. I mean, I, I get tickled sometimes hearing two of my friends on the radio. I still think it's funny. Um, but... Yeah, definitely. You know, you got to stand up for yourself. Take responsibility. Don't look at anybody else uh, but yourself for your issues, your problems. Um, and then, you know, if, if someone else is causing issues, look, it's up to you to develop a plan um, to, to fix that. Yep. So. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, Hardy, I want to get your take on all these UFOs. I haven't had a chance to talk about them yet this week. We've been shooting down UFOs. Left and right, baby. Left and right. I, what are they? What are they doing? What are some theories? And I'm just going to tell you all, I believe in aliens, so don't be shocked when we come back and I give you my opinion. This I got is, one, too. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined live by Hardy Case here in the Matt Kike of Flowwood Studios on 103.9 WYAB. We'll be right back. rules wouldn't necessary. welcome back in to the clay edwards show we're live here on valentine's day in the mac hike of flowwood studios hey man this segment is going to be brought to you by guns and gear right out there on highway 51 north in gluckstadt man look i tell you what i just saw a picture online of guys lined up out the door at the floors trying to buy their old lady uh flowers and whatnot man skip all that run on out there to guns and gear and get her some ammo. Or a baby put, Glock, 42. Baby, yeah, I mean, but look, at the end of the day, we know that if uh, you're listening to this show, your girl already got a gun. You you, you would a shooter. You would a shooter. And you better be if, you, if you're in the airwaves of this show. Woo! <laughs> so uh, just go get her some ammo. Go get her a little, little uh, pink holster, something out there, man. Go out to Guns of Gear. Let them see you. And hey, if you, if you got to get her a gun, they got that too. Right there, guns and gear. Of course, they're more than just a gun store. They're more than just ammo. They can take care of all your gunsmithing needs, your Cerakoting needs. Very knowledgeable. 
respectful staff, and they will take care of you. Shop them online, Guns and Gear. MS.com. We want to thank Hunter and his team for all they do, giving back to the community and supporting the Guns and Gear text line here on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, joined here in the studio by my buddy, Mr. Hardy Case, freshly uh, relocated back to Mississippi from California. Praise God. Yeah, you left all the California out there, didn't you? You didn't bring none of that stuff back, right? Man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't carry a lick of it with me. <laughs> Good. Just making sure. Just making sure. Sure. Hey, Hardy, one of the things we've talked about a lot on this show uh, the last few weeks is this HB 1020, this House bill to expand the Capital City Improvement District on out there in the Northeast Jackson, east over, left over, down Ridgewood, Pear Orchard. Basically, hashtag save North Jackson. And uh, they're going to, you know, since these Hines County judges can't get right, they're going uh, to appoint some judges, the state is. And it's in the Constitution where they can if legislation passes it. Uh, the mayor and all of hashtag woke Jackson are kicking and screaming and uh, hollering apartheid and racism and everything else. But this bill will single-handedly save more black lives than anything that this administration or any of these judges could possibly do. Hardy, what are your thoughts on this thing, man? Hey, for, it, it, <clears throat> yeah, I got, I got plenty of thoughts. First thought, <laughs> are there the people, okay, say you don't support um the the bill right that that lamar and everybody's doing the the uh, capital city expansion say you don't support it well well, what i would say to you is where have you been for the past several years um because they've been talking about this bill for a long time in the public so it's been there you've had time to have rallies you've had time to create social uh you could create a whole social media page like we did Get lots of, I mean, you could do something about it, but waiting till the last minute when it, the the bill hits the floor, I mean, that's a losing battle. So if you if you got an issue there, um, I say that's a day late and a dollar short. And for the black delegation to say they didn't even know it was coming up when everybody down there knew, so you're telling me you no, been doing, I knew it was coming up. So you're telling me you ain't been doing your job, right? I mean, that's that's what goes back to what we were talking about earlier about not about just being go along to get along. So. That you know, you guys in the legislature that are against it, y'all are go along to get along. You you could have done something about it a long time ago. I even thought I was like, well, okay, they're gonna they're gonna expand the district next year. I mean, I knew about it. I'm just a regular citizen, and I was in California, two thousand miles away. Um, I mean, they've and been I knew telling they were, they've been telling anybody that would listen. Yeah, they're gonna create their own judicial right. Yeah, judiciary. I mean, I, every, everyone knew it if you were if you were engaged in the public. So now you're just gonna. Uh, you know, all of a sudden wake up to it. No, I mean, that's, that's nonsense. Um, so, I mean, I would tell you that based on just, just off the rip. Okay. So let's talk about the merits of it. All right. So Jackson is the worst crime in the whole country. Um, everyone knows that. Okay, cool. So we're just going to do nothing about it. You think, just, all right, cool. We'll just do nothing about it. And then you say, well, they've been asking the state for years and years and years. Well, you've been asking about it like weekly. Uh, and, I, and I don't mean as in W-E-E-K. I mean W-E-A-K as in no strength behind it. So, again, if you wanted it to change, you should have done something about it. So what you guys did uh, who are against it just waited until the city just got so bad um, that uh, there was nothing else that could be done. Well, so, do you remember that picture of – of uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris with their little suits and their 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 men's suits on and their face mask, 
all propped up like they had just uh, like it was going to be a new mixtape album cover, and it said the adults are on the way back. I mean, the I, adults are coming back to the room. Honestly, yeah, the adults have had to come back to Jackson. I haven't kept up with with the current administration because I've been so busy with cannabis and mm-hmm. the, trying to get the initiative process restored. Um, that I just I haven't even kept up with really anything Biden's doing except when I see him on the occasional clip with well, him. Well, this like, was repeat- right after they stole the election. There, there was a picture of him, and it said, "Don't worry, the adults are on their way back to the room." I kind of remember something about it, but well, I, but but anyway, yeah. So, the adults are, are 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 back in Jackson. Yeah, I don't. I and don't the kids know, are man. kicking and screaming. Well, yeah. So, but I mean, the only thing I hear, uh, and I was there at the at the house chamber the other day um i just hear people complaining and 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 saying racism and i get it yeah there's racism and on both sides and there's a lot of racism yeah i get it we're mississippi look (laughs) come on but you got to have merit there's got to be okay you say well there's uh these are going to be appointed judges well yeah that sucks but what else are they going to do just like not i mean look they need to expand the, the the number of judges so you can't have an election just boom immediately and then new judges uh, as soon as possible. So they have to appoint them. They're appointed judges. And the the, uh, the actual citizens who are going to be on the jury, um, they're going to be from Hines County. So, you know, and look, like I said, if, if, if you don't like it, you've still got time to lobby. Go to the Capitol. Don't just tweet about it. Actually go down there. And talk to people. Have you done that? If you haven't, then you should, you know? No, no but we said racism. That's supposed to stop everything. Yeah, that's everything. not going to do anything. I mean, look, I I can't just sit around and not do anything and, and tweet about something. I've got to actually organize. That's what I do. So, and it, and it works. We got medical cannabis passed, and I'm telling you guys exactly what I did um, with We Are the 74 and what other people did. So, you know, just it's not going to work doing what you're doing and, um, look, Jackson has the worst crime in the nation. So you're not going to see a lot of people complaining about more police in Jackson. So, you know, if you want to stop more police in Jackson, you know, just tweeting about it and, you know, that's not going to do anything. Blackest city in America, highest crime rate city in America, highest murder per capita in America, and the number one STD capital of America is Jackson, Mississippi. What yeah. y'all are doing ain't working. It is time for extreme measures to fix an extreme problem. Yeah, I mean it's just it's ridiculous. So if you you know if you care about it, then go to the Capitol and and do something about it. Talk to your legislators. You know, come up with a solution. Um, I mean, look, yeah, they're going to be racist people, sure, but you got to deal with it. If you want to change something, you've got to accept everything as it is and then try to change it. Make a plan. But look, I want Jackson to be, I'm from Canton. So, and I go to Jackson all the time. Um, I want Jackson to be safe. So what did I do? I talked to Fred Shanks a year ago and said, hey, man, you guys need to uh, expand the district. Y'all need to get more people, more cops in Jackson. And boom, look, look at what, what's going on. You got more uh, cops being proposed in Jackson as the legislature. You got to do something about it. You got to speak up, use your voice. Um, and you know, look, the murders, you can't deny that there's got to be something done. You've got to have more presence, more police presence. 
Um, it's just lawlessness, man. Yeah. You know, and, and to, back to the point about there being racist on both sides. Here's the problem. Um, acknowledging that one particular race is specific in this area has a culture rot issue, has a toxic culture. Acknowledging that that is not working, that ain't racist. That's just being realist. You know, there is a culture issue in Black Jackson. And it, and it is of no snitching. It is of crime and murder and all this stuff. And it's just a problem. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I it's mean, fatherless homes. These, these are facts. Me talking about them ain't racist. These are just facts. White community has problems, too. We can talk about those at nauseam as well. Drugs have riddled uh, rural absolutely. family areas. Absolutely. absolutely. But you know what? You could take every murder in Mississippi outside of Jackson, and they still don't equal Jackson's murder number alone. There's a problem in this city. Yeah, it's undeniable. And there's got to be something done about it immediately yesterday. And it's going to be serious, drastic action that's going to change it. And if that is, there's not an increased police presence in Jackson. And look, not all police officers are terrible people. I mean, that's stupid thinking if you're just saying all cops are bad. These people are born in Mississippi, most of them, a lot of them. So, I mean, they're sons and daughters of Mississippi. These are our allies. These aren't supposed to be people that, you know, you automatically think are terrible people. Um, that's just not how it is. So, it, you know, 100% of the time, if you're not doing anything wrong, you're probably not going to be pulled over or questioned by the cops. So. I agree. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join live in the studio by my good friend and yours. Party case. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what we do around here. If you ain't figured that out by now, you uh, haven't been listening. This is the Clay Edwards Show live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Approaching the three-hour mark this morning with my buddy Hardy Case live here in the studio with me. <clears throat> hey, Hardy. Sir. Uh, you and the wife got any Valentine's plans today? Amerigos. Lunch or dinner? Dinner. Yeah, they open at four. Y'all taking a tent? It'll be a weight, won't it? Nah, nah, I'm going to get in there early. Yeah, see, they don't they do not do uh, reservations at Marigos, unfortunately. And they never yeah. have, actually. But, uh, yeah, you just got to get there early. I got gotcha. you. Hmm. Yeah. Y'all see me Which, up Y'all see me up at a table by myself come on, join later. Us, mind your, mind your business. There. Come on over, man. Mind your business. Y'all see hey, me at a hey, table. We'll tear some old cheese fritters up. Hardy. Let's stay on the Valentine's thing for a second. You got any uh, rock solid relationship advice for folks out there? Uh, well, I tell you what, you got to pick somebody that you that you can laugh with. That's important. I think laughter is pretty important, uh, really, in any kind of relationship. But especially, I mean, you know, if you're going to be with someone uh, romantically, uh, the sense of humor and the the fact that you can always find some, you know, always laugh and uh, find joy. I mean, I think that's probably like the best laughter is the best medicine, right? So if, uh, you know, you're, per, you're finding laughter and joy with your, your, your partner, whoever you're with, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. I think you're right about that. Yeah. I think you're right. Don't smoke meth. 
And uh, number four is don't smoke meth. Yeah, and, and definitely somebody <laughs> you can laugh with. Yeah. You need to be attracted to who you're with too. For uh, sure, you, for you, sure. You really, yeah, do. yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta take that as a given. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, I mean, take that as a given. It don't, was, yeah, don't pick a body type that you ain't gonna like. That's what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, don't settle. I'm gonna tell you, man. I have a theory on like love and stuff. <clears throat> I don't think people grow on you, and now women may be different, but I think like men. I, you know, well, let's just talk about Clay. I think Clay knows, like you know, you know, second one, if if this has got next level potential. It don't take it don't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. Now it can go downhill from there, but you know, second one, if it's got potential to be more, I have learned something over the years. People don't grow on me. I either like you from from the door, or not at all. And uh, first impression, it is that first impression is extremely important with me. Yeah, uh, if I have a foul first impression of you, I'm probably gonna just it's gonna it's gonna be hard to overcome that. For sure. So you know, go go with your gut instinct. I guess is my is my great advice there. If you get along with somebody, you're attracted to them, and like Hardy said, make them laugh. Roll with it, and don't smoke meth. Number four, don't smoke meth. You know, they could be number one on any given day, unless you're in Scott County. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I couldn't. <laughs> Why Scott County? Well, I mean, you know, Scott County is just kind of wild. I'm learning that Scott County is kind of wild. Scott County is kind of wild. I've been running with some folks from down to Scott. They're good folks. I've been running good with folks. some folks from down to Scott County. I mean, County. We're, look, I'm wild too. But uh, shout, yeah. shout, out, shout out to Scott County. Shout out to my Scott County folks. He said that, not me. Amen. So, uh, but yeah, it's wild down there. You know, people always talk about Rankin County, but in my experience, it's been a little bit more rural areas where it gets really wild. Shout out to Scott County. Well, with the exception of Jackson. You know, one of the things that we always see on uh, in these online forums is um, Jacksonians talking about uh, Rankin County meth heads. And I keep saying, well, if Jackson drug dealers would just quit selling meth, we would keep our meth heads in Rankin County and Scott County. You know? Yeah, Jackson, I mean, come on, man. Jackson has no credibility really on anything at this point. Uh, it's just a butt of all jokes. <laughs> I mean, we love Jackson, but... And I'm gonna keep going to Jackson, uh, and, and you know, and I'm not scared of anybody in Jackson. But uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Capital City Improvement District um, will get done correctly, and everybody will work all that out because uh, there is another absurd. bill. There is another bill being proposed that would give Capital City Police uh, jurisdiction over the entire city. It's HB. I'm sorry. It's SB twenty three forty three. And uh, who is the author of this bill here? See, uh, state-run Capitol Police. Apologies, jurisdiction would cover entire Jackson, Mississippi. This is on Mississippi Free Press, so if my, if my eyeballs melt while reading it, I do apologize. Yeah, again, I just I think it's ridiculous that uh, there's just all of a sudden an outcry about this. Um, really, it's really it's comical to me because, I mean, you can kind of see this stuff happening uh, you know, everybody waits until the session and then everybody pops out instead of doing the hard work year round, really bring it. You know, if you wanted to bring awareness to whatever issue or if you look, if you wanted to call Trey Lamar a racist, you you should you need to do that, you know, uh, not at the last minute, because that just doesn't really sound legit. This is uh, this other bill. This Senate bill is uh, sponsored by Joey Fillingane out of Summerall. Republican, you know, and and look, I would have as as a South Jacksonian, I would have no problem with the CC. 
ID being expanded on down to Highway 80 and into South Jackson. And you want to talk about a reckoning? Boy, our jump out boys would have a heyday in South Jackson. It'd be like it'd be like a video game. I just don't understand what the problem is with having more police in Jackson. I, Can someone I, tell me fight? that? Because these people who fight it, it just tells me that you know you're profiting off the deaths of young black folks. I just don't understand what's wrong with more police in Jackson. It has the highest murder. Uh, look, if I were chief of police in Jackson, I would have uh, armored vehicles at every gas station, and they'd have 50 cows mounted on top. Because look here, when mark my words. When the Capitol Police are successful and the CCID expansion and crime comes down, that chief of police and that mayor are going to take all the credit for the lower crime stats, even though it'll probably go up in their areas. But they will take all the credit for the for the low crime. Yeah. If if it comes down. Yeah. There's, so. Right. So, the, you know, you go to a gas station in Jackson and what what happens besides getting gas? You die. In Jackson. You die. Right. So, I mean. This isn't me just making that up. I mean, this is what I've been seeing my whole life as a Madison Countonian. So, I mean, it's ridiculous to say that police should not be in Jack. More police shouldn't be in Jack. It's just hard. It's hard for me to take anybody serious when they're on the other side of this. I'm like, I can't take you because you're not you're not taking yourself seriously. Because the, the one thing they've asked me since I started the Save Jackson page is, "What do you do to Save Jackson? What are you doing?" I support stuff like this. What do you mean? What is he doing? I support stuff like this. This is common sense. Yeah. Quit making everything about the color of your skin. Yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous it's, to say know, anything that it's Clay gotta is be doing a, is, I, is racist. I, nuts. I, I, I hate this for good, for good God-fearing, law-abiding black folks in Jackson that know dang well this is great. And they're having to, because of fear... They're having to pretend they don't like this. Yeah, black folks call in all the time. I mean, I hear it on this radio. It's not, this isn't, this isn't, uh, you know, the Twilight Zone. This is reality. Mm-hmm. So this isn't us talking. I mean, that's black folks from Jackson calling and saying, I don't appreciate the crime. We need to do something about the crime. Yeah. So look, guess what? Something's getting done about the crime. Well, you get this greasy wheel, you know, the squeaky wheel that, Heart, this, what do they call it? The uh, the loud minority. You get this loud minority, uh, like your Chakwe Lumumbas and Brad Kamikaze Franklins and uh, these white wokesters with the Mississippi Free Press and Jackson Free Press. They get up there and they harp about racism and Jim Crow and apartheid, and they use all these buzzwords to get to get to get Democrats riled up, like it's nineteen sixty two in uh, Mississippi. And that just ain't the case. Yeah, this is February. Where were you back in May? You know, because this has been discussed. So, again, waiting till the last minute is stupid. And just, it looks stupid. So, you should have had a plan if you didn't want it to pass or didn't want this bill to come up. Um, You could have done something about it. But, again, when you wait, you're going to get crappy results. Well, the mayor Jackson got subpoenaed to a crime committee hearing in Jackson, he waited to the day of to book an, uh, to book a an appearance or whatever at a conference in Miami or something. I may have the location wrong, but for the sake of conversation, Miami. They went back and they looked at his uh, his itinerary and they and they followed up with the conference. It was booked the day he was supposed to be at the hearing on crime in Jackson. So he just basically 
stiffed a, a committee hearing. So they're not serious about it. They don't care. I keep telling y'all the money is in the medicine, not the cure. They do not want to fix Jackson. They do not want to save Jackson. They do not want to do anything that benefits Jackson because the gut, if they fix it, the federal money dries up. They just want another committee, another job. It's just oh, no, a business. No, another consulting firm. Just a business. That's all. That's it. Let's take our last break here. Come back, land the plane. I want to hit a few things with Hardy on medical marijuana in Mississippi. That is his forte. We'll have about four or five minutes to close out the show for the day with Hardy Case on the Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules, baby. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This last segment of the day going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Man, if your check engine light is on, stop by A1 Gear and Auto. They'll get it checked out for you. Diagnose it. Find out what's wrong. Come up with a plan of attack to get your vehicle back right. But what they specialize in for over the last 15 years has been your ring and pinion and rear end and drivetrain axles, transfer cases, all that good stuff. You know, if you're having problems, that roaring in the rear end, man, it, it don't end well. Whoa. It don't end well. Get on over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them figure out what's going on. Hey, we're getting close to what everybody calls Jeep season. Everybody done got that new Jeep. They didn't go by Matt Hike and Floyd. Got that new Jeep. And they then put big wheels and tires on it. Like, man, I've lost some of my power. That's because uh, those factory ring and pinion ain't made for those, uh, those big tires. You need to get that upgraded. You got to do the front and the back. Or the four-wheel drive won't work. Get by there, there. Get by there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get it tuned up for you. Get you what you need. Get you running right. And get you out there safely on the roads. That's A1 Gear and Auto. Located right there on 49 South in Florence. If you're heading south on 49, look to your right. As soon as you get through Rich Land. Right past Tom's Fried Pies and all that. And you'll see the big white metal building and the big red sign that's a1 gear and auto all right closing out today with hardy case here in the studio hardy what is going on after the first couple of weeks of medical marijuana sales here in the sip well there's a good bit of excitement going on uh the first store to have gummies is in north mississippi that just happened recently so we're seeing more people sign up we're seeing more people uh i'm sorry more businesses starting to launch more products more dispensaries are open in different parts of the state i'm seeing more processors um and uh it looks like everything's starting to pick up a little bit i think we're going to see a large patient increase count uh, in the next few months and i believe uh people are, are somewhat happy with some of the prices that they're seeing so of course you're going to see a little bit of variation um, but as far as folks being able to get a relatively affordable uh, deal, I think there are some of those out there to find. If you want to look for them, you can join the We Are the 74 Facebook group. And there are a lot of postings about prices, dispensary openings, all types of cannabis news that's going on in Mississippi, questions uh, you can ask. And get. And a lot of times the doctors will even answer you. So a lot of businesses are there as well. So if you need anything, go to, go to that group. Um, but everything's looking up, Clay. Everything's looking better. Still got a lot to do. Still got a lot to, to do. But I heard a funny story the other day about a guy down in Collinsville who thought he was going to open up a, a dispensary. He uh, redid the building. He put a sign up and everything. Then he went to go get his 
license, and apparently they're only allowing one medical cannabis shop in uh, Collinsville, and it was going across the street, and they uh, said, you weren't first, so you're last. Right. Well, look. Hey, uh, don't just build it and hope they will come. Go through permitting and make sure you can put one there. You do. And look, you need to go, if if you're in the business or you know somebody getting getting into the business, um, you need to get them in touch with me. I, I'm a consultant for the cannabis industry. I've been doing this for a while. I have lots of clients um, all over America, and I do you know just about anything that's touching the cannabis space. I will definitely help you get licensed. You want to use me before you get everything set up. Go to BeringiaUSA.com. You can call me 601-209-5288. Text or call, and uh, we can talk about it. Follow you on Twitter, Hardy Case one that's right. Hardy Case One on Twitter. All right, guys. Look, it's been a fun show. Hardy, thanks for uh, skydiving in here, man. I text Hardy earlier on and said, man, I got three hours. You want to come uh, do an hour with me? He said, actually, conveniently enough, I will be in Florida about 850. I'll stop in and do that third hour with you. So, Hardy, thank you for that. I enjoyed the conversation. Um, podcast will be available here shortly. I will be here tomorrow, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Then Thursday, I will have Anson Walker in the studio with me. And uh, we got a full week of shows playing, man. Going to be a good time. Jamison Haygood up next. I will see y'all tomorrow. Podcast available shortly. ClayEdwardShow.com. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.